So did either one of you guys watch the conventions? E- like e- either of the conventions? I, I casually watched. You casually watched. So which one did you think was more intolerable? Uh, I mean, honestly, they're they're the they're both uh, the Republican convention. Obviously, is let me rephrase that. It's just it's dangerously <laughs> intolerable. It's, yeah, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. But it is better than any horror movie you could watch on uh, Netflix or Prime or whatever service you have. Um, I mean, I didn't watch it, but I, I've seen some reactions. I don't watch these things. I, I just, it's too painful and kind of, I'd rather watch uh, the Viking show I'm watching right now. Um, God damn it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you, Walker. No, you got me into the Viking shows and now I'm on like my third one in a row. What do you mean I got you into the Viking yeah, show? Yeah, Kingdom is great. But no, I'm watching another one. But listen, I mean, uh, from what I can gather, the Republican strategy for 2020 to win elections is there's only literally two things. One is that the black Marxists who want to not be shot and killed by the police on a regular basis um, are going to be are attacking your cities and your suburbs, and they're going to do all kinds of awful things. So it it's basically an so anti-black. familiar, right? Yeah, it's never happened before in U.S. <laughs> politics. Um, the other side, of course, is is just mass voter suppression. Now, of course, we have the added layer, really important layer, of sabotaging the United States Postal Service at a time when many people are going to be mailing in their ballots. Voter suppression and racism from the Republican Party? Yeah, what? I know, I know but it, it's on overdrive. This it, it is worse than in the, in the recent past. Not, of course, in historical past, but in in the recent past, it is it is worse. I started out by assuming that this whole USPS mail, you know, fraud, stealing the election thing, like them literally putting mailboxes in trucks and taking them away. And this, this whole, it just, it rang of like conspiracy. And I thought, you know, this is just hype. This can't be true. But like, I haven't, no one's like really debunked this for me. And Trump just seems to be saying like openly that. He is saying it. It's, so it's just like, I, I, it's just this slow realization that actually, no, this is this is really happening. It is happening. And, you know, DeJoy uh, claimed, that, you know, the new Postmaster General, the Trump mega donor guy, um, he claimed that, you know, he's rolling back these things, or at least like pausing the initiatives until after the election. But that's not really but the he's case. Not gonna, he's not going to undo the shit that he's already done, though. All the mail sorting machines that were ordered to be... Um, uh, put offline are still offline with the exception of the ones where there are actual patriots in the mailrooms who have put them back online without being instructed to do so. Uh, so bless those Did you just use the word patriot? I did. Because those are actual patriots. Like people who are yeah, like, no, listen, I'm going to disobey orders from the top of the organization I work for in order to actually sort your mail so it's not as just quite as delayed as it, as it is now, which was intentional. That was an incredible story, by the way. I think that I, there may have been other cases. The one I read about was in, I think, Washington State, where these right, um, right. post office employees just went in and kept yep. things running, even though they weren't supposed to. Yeah, patriot. Patriot. I've never used that word. I don't think I've ever used the word patriot in they, a those people real... are damn patriots, Alex. I agree. Is that not a is is that not a good use of the word patriot? Come on. I, look, it's a better use than I've ever heard it used before. Except, you know that well. Well, yeah, including the the movie from the the aughts, because you know, you know, you remember the Mel Gibson movie? Is it called Patriot? It's called The Patriot. I definitely did not see that. I have no intention of seeing that. It was actually a really bad movie. You know.
to go into Republican politics? If so, Bannon Consulting can help you achieve your dream. At Bannon, we understand that politics is a cutthroat industry and DC hopefuls need to find ways to distinguish themselves from the pack. We know exactly how. Our program for aspiring GOP members of Congress entails just three simple steps and three payments of only $899,000 each. First, Purchase a semi-automatic firearm from any patriotic gun dealer across the U.S. And don't you dare wear a mask when you enter that store. <laughs> Next, attend a useless libtard protest of any of the various hoaxes out there, like racist police killings or the fossil fuel pollution that will end human civilization. Finally, kill a protester, or maybe two or three. Now, the key here is to pal around with the cops before you commit murder. That way, after you've slaughtered a handful of libtard snowflakes, they'll just let you through, no questions asked. Achieve your dream of becoming a fascist federal lawmaker in no time with Bannon Consulting. The, the GOP convention, from the clips and the bullshit I've seen, um, essentially it, it is an anti-anti-racist platform that is that is the that is the motto it's like we are against people who oppose fascism and who oppose institutional racism that is what is what we are selling to you suburban women that is it well you can't look because they can't run on populist shit this year because trump's been in office for four years and he hasn't done fucking anything like nothing to help anyone who's it, not really 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 no right. it's like i renegotiated nafta and made it basically worse but if you but if you ask these you know diehard trump supporters why they're voting for him again after having voted in 2016 they say because he kept his promises and i don't understand what that means and no one ever seems to follow up you know the reporters that are asking these questions so if i had to if i had to look at it he he uh yeah that's actually a really right? good question the, no that, that i've i've heard that answer dozens of times now no, but what that really means is just he says what he means. He says what he wants to say. He doesn't sugar. He just says what he means, even though it's all lies, but they don't know that. They just say, oh, he says what I've always wanted to hear a politician say, which is like, fuck everyone also, else. Fuck you. I'm the Also, man. the Dem Dems did give him a win on trade. Well, even though the trade deal sucks. Yeah, I mean, it, it was essentially the same thing as it was. It was just a Trump rebrand. And he's, he's, uh, you know, reinforcing the border fence he's been doing that with uh with all that nice defense money that he's he's gotten yeah i mean i don't know how much they've really done but he uh i mean he tried to divert the money from the dod i don't know if that was successful or not or if it was held up but probably did I mean, so, so yeah the, that that is one terrifying option donald trump uh f four more years republicans in charge they seem to just get crazier and crazier by the day um and 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 as far as the DNC convention goes, and what the Democrats are offering, it is it is our it's our only hope right now. As uh, as Walker has said, and that well, that it, is 
Well, it compounds my anxiety, right? Like watching watching the Republican convention was like, oh my god, this is like it's a fascist convention. That's what it is. It's like if we're being honest, that is what the Republican Party today is. It's na- it's nationalism. It's a nationalist ethno state that that they seem to be pushing. And and not only the you know not only is it that, but it literally is in support of. Uh, you know, unmarked uh, law enforcement officers from you know, all kinds of agencies going in and abducting people. Like they support this shit, and now you have right. the guy. Big government is big government is bad unless you're doing something wrong or that I don't like. In which case, I support secret police taking you in fucking vans. Yeah, I mean, and an SS you. is fine. The brown shirts are fine. You know, especially if you look at what just happened in Kenosha. Where you have a 17-year-old yeah. vigilante who was a police cadet. He drove 30 miles into another state uh, in order to uh, allegedly protect the businesses. And he actually ended up killing two people and maiming another person. And, you know, there are many GoFundMe things popping up now uh, from right-wingers to support the guy. Did you see the video, by the way, of the guy he shot? I did not see the the no i didn't it's hard to watch because it's you know he's lying there and he's just shocked and they're like where's the bullet wound and then it's in the side of his head it's just fucking awful it's like yeah that dude definitely was that the first person he shot and because he 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 killed someone then he ran away and then he was attacked um and people were trying to people trying to like you know people were trying to stop the guy like he was a fugitive he should have been a fugitive and then I guess he killed another person and injured a th- And the fucking thing. cops did nothing. He, he was literally, he, he was joking around with the cops afterwards, right? He was like, he walked by them, he's talking well, he, to them. Apparently he had his hands raised and he expected to be arrested because he literally killed he, two he, people. He admitted, and they he's just like, let he's him like go. I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> no, they let him go. He was arrested back in Illinois when he went back to where he came from. Uh, the cops there uh, are despicable and the, 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 sheriff is, is just a absolute monster. Like if you listen to what he said, but my point was, you know, look, uh, yeah, Walker, you're right. I mean, it is, it is, it is a, it is a fascist party at this point. There's no sugarcoating it. Um, and it, it's a white fascist party. It, it's really, you know, and that, and that I'm glad that, you know, you, you have come to the conclusion that, um, it is better, is much better to elect Joe Biden, uh, an awful neoliberal person who will probably make things worse. But o- overall, cotton twenty twenty four, baby, it's gonna happen. No, like, but look, this is this is. <laughs> it's it's the long. It's a you have to solve the quick emergency, the immediate emergency before you solve the long emergency. I think is that is what we're having to choose between yeah, right yeah, now because the emergency. That we face now is much worse than the emergency we faced in 2016. Like, well, it's also it's also a census year in 2020. So, like, if the Republicans win down ballot, they're going to stymie progress for another 10 years. They will literally control the legislatures across the country and and in D.C. And that is really really dangerous, uh, especially with especially considering who will be president as well. But, like. I just watching the Democratic convention, it was just like this awful, like vapid libgasm of, you know, Megan Rapino is there because she, she, you know, told Trump to fuck off and, and, uh, Sarah Cooper was there because she, she gets under his skin. Can I, can I ask a question? I don't, I don't know Sarah Cooper outside of her, her videos where she um, very impressively, like impeccably mimics, literally just mouth, lip syncs Donald, Donald Trump, right? And she does kind of, she's funny, like, but like, I mean, is that, 
that's why she's famous because she can like lip sync him really well. Like, I, yeah, and and apparently, like people think that that pisses Trump off. All right, so which it, it may maybe, I'm, but I'm like, sure it does. I mean, Trump is, has an amazingly thin skin, but it's that kind of seems like a liberal sort of thing where they're like, ooh, if we can like, it's like the Lincoln Project too. It's like if we can piss him off, then like we're winning. And it, actually, no, like that doesn't yeah, actually have no, any bearing. Actually, in, you're not. That doesn't affect the vote. That doesn't affect who wins. Doesn't affect policy. Like he's just gonna get any, mad. And almost no, virtually no mention of progressive policy at the at the Democratic. And like I have no, I don't know if Sarah, she might be an. She's probably a great, cool person. I you know love to have a beer with her, as, as they say in politics. But it's like you know I don't know if I don't know if like what she's doing is really that like impactful or revolutionary at all. No, of course. Look, I'll save you the dilemma. I'll save you the debate, the internal debate. It's not. It's not doing shit. None of the, none of these like trolling, trolling Trump isn't, isn't going to do shit because Trump will be laughing it off, laughing, you know, all the way to the fucking White House again. Like, I mean, he, he, he is like chief troll. I mean, any, yeah, anything like, else you want to say about him, he knows how to troll. And, and he's, and he's made of mud. You can't throw mud at him. You can't do anything. Well, the thing is, so actually, you know, I, um, you could run on policy. You could run on policy against him. There is a fairly flawed article in the in Politico by I think by Tim Alberta, who is you know one of these kind of like career uh, mainstream media reporters. Like, but he had a lot of good points, and he did some interviews with Republic, kind of disaffected uh, Republican operatives and things. And like, basically, they're saying like our party has devolved into essentially a cult a cult of owning the libs like there's no policy we have i mean as, you know look the the platform is the same as 2016 they didn't even have a new platform from four years ago because they haven't done anything and they, they nothing's changed but the focus really is on owning the libs and it, it and just like being acerbic and trying to piss off people that they don't agree with like that that is kind of like the role of an entire party and it's really sad that that is, but that's focus. what's happening to the Democrats too. That's what's happening to partisans across the and country. And I, you know what? I have to say, both both parties, part like hyper partisans, are fucking awful. They are awful. Well, but the the difference is the difference is. Look, I mean, a lot of the libs who who love the Sarah Cooper videos are part of that issue the the thing is like you have a party that is literally founded now is excuse me you have a party that is essentially uh focused on making people they don't agree with politically like cry and like uh, and like you know you have another party that like has really watered down policies that basically suck um but that is not like the central focus of the party like there is a difference okay but the the the, the infatuation with with Sarah Cooper who by the way yeah I agree I, I think she's talented I think that it's it's art comedy is I'd an love art. to see her stand up like that's not just married to this whole impersonation thing other than giving people like a, a momentary uplift you're not actually doing anything so I, I want I want to see a Venn diagram of the people who are regular SNL watchers and the people who stand Sarah Cooper and it's probably just a circle. <laughs> one it's circle just fucking it's just <laughs> it's just one circle man that's it but like but like this is this is the problem that like you have liberals in this country who think that pissing trump off is the ultimate form of resistance you know what's the like you know what the ultimate form of resistance is dismantling the system that built trump 
dismantling the system that he was able to exploit and get elected. And frankly, what that is, is is dismantling the Democratic Party, because the reaction to Democrats' shitty-ass policies is what gave us Donald Trump. But And it's it's not just the... It's it's both parties, though. Both both parties have been for the last since. I mean, we've told this story a million times since since Reagan or maybe a little bit before um, just been gutting the country, middle the middle of America, especially from the inside out. Um, yeah. Since Reagan for profit as economic inequality has soared and um, both either party has their own side of their, you know, pet social issues, which are important. So, I mean, uh, issue, issues of race and gender identity, all this stuff is really important in this country, but, um, that they'd rather, they'd rather focus solely on that. Um, and, and, and tell, tell a different story on either side and get people riled up, plan their emotions while nothing actually changes. Um, and the country just keeps continue to be, you know, continues to be gutted. The, the Democratic Party would like to look at politics through the lens of abortion rights and um, and LGBTQIA, um, you know, acceptance and um, I mean, immigration, I guess I, I guess you could say black wealth, but I don't think that's it. I think it's more black celebrity, like a culture where they're more focused on like changing the culture than they are with changing the policies because the fact of the matter is the Democratic Party is just as beholden to money and special interests as the Republican Party. Well, I, I, I kind of love the fact that if you could, if the you reality. could, if there's one person who is the most to blame for all of this, it is Bill Clinton. Like I, I like that. Like Bill Clinton actually has has is kind of indirectly the cause of so much of this bullshit because he he fully kind of completed the corporatization of the democratic party when he became president and like this was in reaction to uh, eight years of reagan and four years of kind of a shitty george hw bush presidency that didn't really accomplish anything and that's why he lost but you know clinton said he saw the opportunity he said okay well we're in a reagan we're in the Reagan era now. We're in the privatization. We're in the anti-union. We're in the, you know, uh, deregulatory era. So I'm just going to capitalize on that. But from like a slightly like more liberal version of Reagan, um, which is not very liberal. Um, and it's kind of incredible that like he <laughs> literally like he is kind of, I mean, there's many factors and many people at fault, but he really is the, the, the person with the most uh, blame. Bill Clinton should be the easiest motherfucker to cancel. Dude is like a sex, a sexual predator. He's been on Epstein's, you know, I don't, I don't even feel bad saying that. Like there was a time when I would be like, well, should we actually call him a predator? No, Bill Clinton is a fucking predator. I mean, I think it's fair to say he is a many times over accused predator and there are actual photos. <laughs> Let him sue us. Bill Clinton, you are a fucking Listen, predator. I mean, the- <laughs> It, it's pretty incriminating if you're literally going this. How many times did he go on the Epstein plane? I mean, like, I don't even know. Um, and and get those photos of him getting massaged yeah. by like, like. So he maybe he didn't actually, you know, like do like uh, have intercourse or sexual relations with her. But I mean, this is a woman who was abused by Epstein and all those other people, and he was right in there with him getting massages. I mean, I cannot believe. I mean, even as bad as the Dems are, I cannot believe that they put him on the stage last week. 
But look, Bill Clinton should be one of the easiest people in the fucking country to cancel. He's been accused by, you know, multiple times of being a predator. He it's just I mean, he he ruined the Democratic Party. He destroyed he destroyed welfare. He destroyed he he deindustrialized the Midwest more than anybody else. Um, Crime bill. I mean, I mean it's this just guy, like one thing after the other. Yeah, it's it, it, like that's not to say he didn't do anything good. Like the chip program is great, but like you know, Bill Clinton is. Oh, and he appointed a bunch of uh, conservative judges too. Oh God. Like, oh man. Like there's a, there's the judge in New York who's handling the Donziger case for Chevron and is is like the most business friendly. Oh, that judge. was a Clinton appointee. Wow. That's a Clinton appointee. Yeah. So so for those for those who, who want to know what's going on, uh, Stephen Donziger is a is an attorney and he represented indigenous people in, in the Amazon against Chevron and scored uh, a multi billion dollar settlement um, in Ecuador. Amazon brought suit in New York before this corporate friendly judge who has sort of been hinting the whole time that he's in Chevron's corner. And now Donziger has been under house arrest for like a year. <laughs> oh, I mean, that judge, like there's, I mean, he must be paid off. Like just, it, it's, it, yeah. Like, well, I don't want to speculate, but I don't, I don't want to speculate, but I will tell you that he is, he does have investments in Chevron. Oh, the, okay. Wow. Well, that might be it. I mean, there you go. Like he's got a financial incentive of himself, but he's also like a, he's a former corporate attorney, very pro business. Like this is, this is a guy that Bill Clinton put on the bench. Like Bill Clinton was, oh, he loves that stuff in all. Yeah. He loves it. And, and, and like Bill Clinton really did. I think you're right. He destroyed the democratic party. Well, going back to the whole kind of populist thing is like we had this chance, like we had a chance, well, twice now, to have a nominee who is an actual economic populist who could give people who are either, you know, kind of like lax supporters of Trump or who want to see something different and are disaffected, an actual reason to vote for the Democratic nominee. Um, and uh, I ironically are sort of like – ironically – the uh, primary is a time when sort of those perspectives are, are attacked and jettisoned. Uh, and if this were a general election between, I think, with Bernie Sanders and even Warren to some degree uh, versus Donald Trump, especially given the COVID shit and, and all the sort of uh, just major like fucking cracks in our system, our healthcare system, our um, our education system, everything else – you know, like, like it would be such a contrast. And this is what I was, I've been tweeting about this shit for years. I'm like, if you're going to nominate a centrist Democrat, you're not going to have all the ammo that you would have if you had a progressive or a leftist candidate. You're, you're basically disarming yourself in a fight against a, a right-wing fascist, you know, fake populist. Audio editing by Alex Koch. Original theme music by Direwolf. Published by Opt Out News.